Welcome to Keeping It Real with Shana Recker, the podcast for network marketing girlfriends looking for unfiltered and authentic advice on how to navigate through building your business alongside the craziness of life. My guests and I keep it super real here for you guys, zero fluff. So welcome to today's episode. All right. So I am so, so excited today to introduce you guys to Crystal Honeycutt. Uh, Crystal is uh, someone I met through a mastermind group. She's super duper cute. I wish you guys could see her in person. <laughs> I can see her right now. Um, she is, Crystal is a small town girl um, from Tennessee. She's got a great big story, a great big heart. And the funny thing is, is right now she's got a giant heart on her hat. Um, so it's just so fitting. Um, and what I love about Crystal is she's, she's had some great success in network marketing. We're going to talk about that. We're going to share some of her ups and her downs in there. Um, uh, but she's also an amazing entrepreneur, a wicked boss, babe. She's got, um, a couple businesses. You can find her on Instagram at crystal L Honeycut. She's got 38.4 thousand followers. You guys, like she's just on fire. She's She's also got another business, Train Dirty Fitness. Um, she, you can find her on, on Facebook and Instagram, but I can't wait for you guys to hear her story and um, hear her journey through network marketing and, and all the juicy bits that she's going to share with us today. So welcome, Crystal. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No, I'm so excited. So um, I just, just to get started, I always like to find out from people, you know, what was your story before you got introduced to network marketing? Because I think a lot of times we, we, we have a story that leads us up to this kind of thing. Like it's something that's happened in our lives or, you know, it's not like we all just wake up one day and go, okay, I'm going to be a network marketer. You know, it's just <laughs> it's something that we kind of fall into somehow. So I'd love to hear what's your story. You know, it's, it's funny because I, I don't remember when I wasn't in network marketing. Does that sound crazy? Like, I don't know. Um, my first experience was when I was 19 years old um, and someone approached me and she really just started it because it was a makeup company and she was like, you love makeup. And I, I was not good at it at all. <laughs> and so I, I really just played in it. I played around in it for, for around 10, 11 years. I just played in it. I was just not doing well. I, I didn't have any training. I didn't know anything about what it meant to be an entrepreneur or a network marketer. I just knew that if I could possibly sell this, I could possibly be driving a pink Cadillac. I just, <laughs> just never did. And, um, I, so I really don't know if I count that as part of my journey when I was really working because I was just playing with it. But yeah. my actual first real experience, um, it brought me back into the game, I should say, because I was working a, a nine to five job for a group of surgeons and um, I never felt like I fit in. I felt like I was always that oddball. Yeah. Um, I didn't do well punching in on the clock. Mm-hmm. I didn't do well taking a break when I was told to. I, I, I don't like my bladder doesn't operate on a schedule. So I may have to go to the bathroom outside of break time. And I just, I I kept getting in trouble. And I always say I was the worst employee. You do not want to hire me as your employee. I'm the worst. Um, And so I, one day I was just talking to my husband. I was like, there's more for me. I, I don't fit in anywhere. And I can't, I can't believe that God made me this weird person who doesn't fit in to a job. And you know, I was, I was trying, I had actually been at that job for a while, but prior to that, I literally, this is no joke. I was at a job two to three months at a time. And I was like, well, this, I don't like this. And I don't like this. I, I have done everything. And I thought, is there not a job that I can do well? Why am I not good at anything? And, um, I, someone approached me, uh, about moving, uh, to their company and doing their network marketing. And I thought it's $39 to sign up. Okay, mm-hmm. here I go. And that, so that for me was my first real 
like real trying to succeed. I, I was prior to that. I wasn't, but I just, I just don't feel like I fit in. If I am being told what to do, I'm not going to do it just to be spiteful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And what was like, so when they, when they came to you with this, you know, what was the thing that excited you the most? I mean, yes, it was only $39 to get started, but was there, did you see something in it that you were like, this is going to change? I'm going to find my thing. Or like, what was it that you, did you, did you have big vision before you jumped in or? I don't think I really understood the magnitude of what network marketing could do for me. I don't, I don't believe I did. Um, what really appealed to me was, um, these girls were, were making a, a lot of money. And so I would be lying if I said that isn't what I wanted. That is originally why I started um, in that network marketing company. And just, you know, they were, they were taking vacations and spending time with their kids, whereas I was not able to do that. And yeah. um, I was broke. And um, I, I just, so, I mean, for me, that appealed to me. I, I didn't see anything. Uh, network marketing is so much more to that and so much bigger and does so much more for um a woman's life. I, I feel like I totally missed that ball, but, um, you know, we have to get in for whatever makes us feel good at the moment. And at that time it was, it was the money. It was yeah. the, living a better lifestyle was really, they really hit on that heartstring for me and it worked. <laughs> yeah. That hope for that. I know that's like myself included. Like when I started, I was kind of like 500 bucks a month I might make, you know, be a little shopping money. And then it was once I started learning about the industry and really realizing the magnitude of what was sitting in my hands was when I, like you, started taking it a little bit more seriously. Um, and so what was your biggest, like, what was the biggest fear? Like when you were, cause I know like, it, you know, when you sign up and you kind of click that button to say, okay, I'm doing this, you know? And like, you're kind of like, I know for me, my heart was in my stomach going, well, what am I doing? Was there any fears at all? That came up for you? Oh my God, everything. Like it's, it's, I'm surprised that I actually did it because I'm the worst person to start to do anything that requires me to sign a contract or be committed because there again, <laughs> I'm going to do what I want. And, um, it, and so I'm surprised I actually went through it that first, that, you know, that first time that I really dove into it. But as soon as I hit submit and, you know, it sends me your, your ID number and all that jazz, I remember thinking, who's going to buy this now? <laughs> Where am I going to find some people to purchase this? Um, because I didn't have a large network at that time. And I yeah. thought, how do regular people who don't know anyone succeed at this? I was, but I was determined. I was that crazy determined girl that yeah. I was going to make this happen because I didn't, I felt like such a failure at so many things in life. Yeah. And I felt like I, d- I just wasn't doing well. And I, I did, I wasn't good at anything. And I thought this is for me, that may have been my, in a way that may have been my only hope of like doing yeah. something and being good. Proving it to yourself too. Yes. Yeah, I know. And I think, um, you know, a lot of us, when we start this thing, we have no idea what we're doing. And I think one of the key qualities that we have to muster up to be successful in network marketing is being resourceful, is yes. figuring it out. Like, cause you know, sometimes we don't get handed, you know, a perfect, you know, system in a box that says, okay, here's step one, here's step two. And some of them, some people get that, but not everybody does. So for you feeling that way, like what was your first step? Like, how did you, how did you get out there and start? Cause you've had a lot of success in the, in this business. So what, what started that ball rolling? You know, it's when I tell people my story, they are always in shock that I did it. And that's why for me, when I'm training network marketers and they say, well, I've exhausted all my means and I don't have a large network like you that I don't understand, but I do. So I went out door 
to door. Shannon, no joke. I remember I was, every business in my town knows my name because I was there in front of them. I, I was, every person I knew, I wasn't, I, I made the commitment that I wasn't going to go and say, buy my product. Yeah. I went to them and I said, I just need you to help me. And that's all I need is just to help me. So I was doing all these free events. Let me come to your house. Let me bring breakfast. It, I was literally, I would leave my house because it was um, like protein shakes. And so I would, I would have a whole tray of protein shakes I had made. I was dropping them off for breakfast here and here and here to, to my friends, just dying for help. So I feel like that's what really what did it for me and why I'm able to help so many other women because at that time no one knew me on social media. I think yeah. I I think I was actually still on MySpace at that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, right? Yeah, that shows my age, huh? No. I I know my I know MySpace. <laughs> no it. Not too far. We're not too far off. Um yeah, so you just went out there and just did it. You just got out in front of people and I think you know the helping piece is is um you know when we come from a place of, you know, wanting, needing help versus, you know, like you say, trying to say, buy my product that people want to help us, you know, people yes. want to help you. We just have to be vulnerable enough to be able to, to ask for it. Right. Um, yes. to, to just get that, to get that piece started. Um, so then, so, so you started getting yourself out there. You started finding people who were wanting to buy the product. You got a team. How did that all come start coming together for you? So it, yeah, it didn't, it didn't really snowball like right away. I wasn't one of those people at that time who was like, Oh, 30 days later, I've got, you know, this brand new car that, that at that time, because I was so new at it and I did not know what I was doing. It was a little slower for me, but I will say this, the relationships that I built at that time are still part of my core network. So it was, it was for me, I started with one team member and then that one team member started with another. And so I, only thing that I could do, and I, uh, the people that were signing up with me, and I was honest, I don't know what I'm doing. I have yeah. no idea, <laughs> but we're going to learn it together and I'm going to help you. And so the only thing that I could do was teach them what I knew, which was, we're just going to ask for help. We're going to say, Hey, we're going to do this free breakfast here. We're going to do this free fitness class here. Yeah. We're going to, and we're just going to do it together as a team. And that's really how my entire team at that time built was, I mean, that's how they all learned to build. We didn't know anything else. We did not know about how to work social media. We only knew that if we could get face to face, we could be real and authentic to the person in front of us. That's all we knew. And mm-hmm. I, really, and honestly, that's really, I wasn't doing it wrong. I just wasn't no. doing all the possible avenues that I could. I was just doing the only thing that I knew, which was to be, to ask for help from a real friend and to, to just to keep snowballing that and just in front of their face, in front of the face. That's all I knew to do. Yeah. And being authentic, which authentic, authenticity, even as a leader, when you don't know what you do to be able to say, come join me. I don't know what I'm doing, but let's do it. Passion, <laughs> yes. Passion and authenticity together. It's like, like, you know, let's just have some fun and figure this out together. And I think that's what excites people to want to join because they're, they're part of something, you know, it's not just, it's not, it's just, it's something bigger. I don't know. Yes. That's how I feel about it. Um, what is, what is something that you value the most, you know, when you think of network marketing, you know, because I know sometimes it, it can be so easy to get stuck in this business and want to just, you know, throw in the towel. And, and I think that when people really understand the value of what this business can do for somebody, like, what would you say would be, you know, in your experience, the biggest value you got out of this business? Like, 
So I, and I know you know my story because we've talked so many times, but I am a 100% hands down believer that everyone needs to do network marketing at one point in their life. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Um, The one thing that I feel like network marketing taught me that I never would have learned anywhere else was how to build a relationship from a stranger to my best friend. And I feel like I would never learn that. I, I don't think I would have the friendships and the circle and the tribe that I do now had I not been a part of network marketing and learned that a stranger on at the time my space could yeah. end up being one of my very best friends that would come to me even though she may live in Boston Massachusetts she's coming to help me yeah I need her and I feel like that's what network marketing does if done the right way you will build relationships that will carry on years and years, you know, even when you're not with that company, I'm obviously not with that company anymore. I haven't been in years, but those relationships that I built, those people are still my friends. I still keep up with their children. They keep up with mine. It's that network marketing gave me that ability to take, you know, it's almost like a potter with, you know, with clay, you take a piece of clay and then when you're done with it, you have the space and you keep it forever. That's kind of what I feel like network marketing did. Yeah. And, and would you say that it also helped you because you have other businesses that have since spawned since being in network marketing, you know, learning how to even run a business, you know, would you say that that taught you how to kind of play into these other businesses that you have? Like, did you learn lessons in that avenue as well? It did because I have known if it wasn't marketing, I would have known. <clears throat> marketing you can't be a leader if you're not doing the work um, and you can't continue and run if you're and being a pivotal point in your team at least a would never have been possible had it not been for network marketing and some relationships that I grew in network marketing are now my customers and part of my, you know, part of my business and other places because they, we all from knocking on, you know, to now being part of other businesses. Yes. Are you still there? Yes. Okay. Sorry. We were cutting in and out a little bit there. So I just turned our, our video off, but, um, okay. Can you, can you say that again? Just so our, our listeners don't miss that. Cause I think it was really juicy. Yes. So with network marketing, I feel like it taught me how to be a leader and how to lead a team of people because I had to learn, I had to learn really what I was good at, but I also had to develop within myself and I had to really do a lot of personal development and learning to lead these people. And in turn, we all grew together from, we went from the knocking on the doors yeah. <laughs> um, to, you know, to now being a part of each other's businesses and lives. And it's so important that we you know, all of that learning process brought us to this point and this, you know, this moment in our lives to where they, uh, most of us, most of the people that were in my core group of uh, network marketing teams are not in network marketing now, but we're also very active in each other's lives. Yeah. So it's the relationships and the, the leadership and that kind of stuff, which is awesome. And I think that that's, that's the cool thing about this business is that you can come into this business, not knowing how to even run a business not knowing anything about it and learn everything 
you know, just by being a part of it. You don't have to have a degree. You can come from any different background, you know, any kind of education level and come into this and learn it all as, as you're earning at the same time, which I think is, which is such an awesome thing. Um, so, you know, just, I had, I had asked in my, my Facebook group, my like a boss Facebook group, um, to the girls that are in there, you know, some questions that you would, they would want me to ask in these interviews. And the one that came up that it's funny, it's, it's just a basic question, but you know, when you look back at your time in network marketing, how did you stay organized? Like how did they, everybody wants to know, how do you stay organized in a day? Because a lot of them are working full-time jobs and doing their network marketing business and, and trying to, you know, keep it all together. What would be one, one tip that you have that, that, that you did in your time in network marketing that, you know, really helped you stay on task, organized and, and moving in your business? So my answer is probably not going to be what people would anticipate <laughs> um, because, you know, I told you I'm a little odd. Um, no, I love it. <laughs> I'm a big believer in a true leader doesn't create followers. She creates more leaders. Yes. And that has always been my goal to pull out leaders and the people who I see had that that little spark. Uh, and then my goal is always to pull gas, pour gasoline on it and ignite a wildfire. So what I've always done is I would pinpoint three to four um, girls, because I typically did, a, you know, work with women um, in my team that I felt like had the ability to do more and do great and they were ready. And so mm-hmm. they, I would make little team, little team pods within all of my network marketing teams, no matter which company I was working with at the time, I would make little team pods. And so they all had each team pod had a team leader because you know, I eventually I, my last network marketing um, company, my team was um, uh, 30, right around 3,500 and I can't wow. keep up with 3,500 people, but all those people need to be helped and they need training and I couldn't risk them, um, you know, sinking through the cracks. Yeah. So the only option I had was to keep creating these pods of people and they, you know, and it, it really truthfully, it became this amazing thing that I didn't anticipate. They, they would call themselves team pink or team green. I mean, they made up their own names, whatever. <laughs> and then yeah. they would have little, little friendly competitions and it became fun. And it wasn't like I'm one of 3,500 people on Crystal's team. I'm one out of, you know, 50 yeah. in team pink. And yeah. they, they grew and they bonded even greater with each other. And oh. it was such a, a magical experience. It, it like I said, it's not conventional. No. And a lot of people may say pen, paper, spreadsheets, but that's not how I do things. I want people to feel loved and valued and touch them. And the only thing that I could do was create the pods and work that way. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. That's a really awesome tip. Cause especially as you, as you start growing a team with lots of people and you've got lots of legs and there's people down that you haven't even like with 3,500 people in your team, like you, there's people that you haven't even be able to meet yet, you know? And so it's trying to stay connected with all of those people. So you had these pods and then you stayed connected with these pods. Did you have like, at this time, did you have like Facebook groups where you, where you talked with them? Were you um, like, how did you stay connected to all of these pods? I did. So we, we had one main Facebook group. Um, but I mean, let's be real when you've got that many people, it's, it's the Facebook group gets out of control. And so then I would just have little mini Facebook groups. Everyone had a pod, you know, and their group. And so they were part of the main group, but then I would break them down into these little pods. And that way, if they had a specific question, I could, that was important because there's always going to be the questions that are just, you know, just rambly, but where they really needed me, I could, I could get there and I could be present when they really needed help and attention. 
That's awesome. I love that. It's just because there's the, the Facebook group is, is an awesome tool for us to use, but it can get, if you've just got one, it can get so, you know, full of stuff. Yes. It's hard for people to weed through. So I love that pulling the people out. Um, so, you know, as we wrap up our chat, I want to just ask you two more questions. Um, one, what was your, um, what was the, like one of your most, you know, um, moments in your business that just made you feel, you know, so proud or so amazing. Like one of those moments where you're like, when this happened, it was like the best thing ever in your business. A highlight. Wow. There are so many. Um, (laughs) I mean, you know, I, part of me wants to tell you about the girls on my team when they were doing great and, you know, they were earning their cars and that was such a big deal. But I think just for me personally, when I started um, in one of my companies and 15 days later, when I was picking up my, my BMW that I had earned in 15 days, I remember I thought, I'm not the odd one anymore. (laughs) I found something I'm good at. And, you know, for me, uh, just because of the way I lived and the way I grew up and the way I always felt like outcasted, I finally was like, yes, I'm good at something. And uh-huh. for me, that was a big deal. And I, and I realized that earning a BMW in 15 days is not the normal, mm-hmm. but for me, I needed, if nothing else in myself and my heart, I needed to have some form of success so I could be proud of myself. Mm-hmm. It's that, that, that proof, you know, that's something that you needed to do to just say, Hey, yeah, I've got this. I can do this. I found yes. something. Yeah. Yes. That's proof. Um, so you, you did that in 15 days. Like that's a whole nother podcast, <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. So, and that was just probably, and, and I'm going to guess, but you could tell me like just sheer determination to make it happen no matter what. I, I, you know, failing wasn't an option because I, with that company, I had actually used my house payment money yep. to sign up because it was a little, it was expensive. It was four ninety nine, and I that was at the time that was my house payment. I was, um, I, it was all the money I had. So I, my husband was, um, he wasn't upset, but he wasn't very happy with his wife that day. Yeah. <laughs> But, and that turned into though, you, you, you definitely, obviously within earning that car in 15 days, you know, paid that back times, probably 10, if not more by the activity that you, you know, put yourself into, um, yes, you know, and that, I love that because even though that's not typical, it shows what's possible in this business. And, um, I've always been a big believer because when I started my business, I didn't have any money either. Like I was putting it on a credit card and I was on maternity leave and it was like, what am I doing? But I was like, you determined to make it work because I didn't want to go back to, to my full-time job. And so it's almost like when you shut that back door, you know, when you know that this is the only thing that you have to get you out of, or, you know, you can, you, that's power. There's power in that. It motivates <laughs> us to, to really, you know, make things happen. So that's amazing. Like, that's just so awesome that you were able to do that. Thank you. Um, what, just, just what, what would you say was the um, two questions and then we're going to wrap up the, the, what would you say was this, you know, the kind of like the one moment where you're just like, like the, the, the biggest obstacle, I guess, that you had to overcome that one moment where you're just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore, you know, but you, you powered through it and you kept going. Do you have one of those stories? You know, I, yes. So I, um, I've obviously not been with the same company. I'm one of those people with, I'm not using the product anymore that I can't sell it and I can't tell anyone else to use it. So I made the decision, um, to switch companies and, um, 
I didn't think it was a big deal. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if other people switch companies or quit their job and move on. I don't care. But um, apparently it was a big deal to a group of um, people I was friends with. And um, Shannon, they made my life so miserable that mm. at, at one point I did not know if I could even go on as a person. They were just so cruel and ugly to me. And looking back on that, I was so young at the time. I was only 30. And I mean, looking back now, I'd be like, brush it off, girl. It doesn't matter. But yeah. at 30 and being so new to still trying to find myself and find yes. my voice, it really, I mean, it broke my spirit. I, you know, I mean, it was hard. I, I wouldn't even go to the store because I was afraid I would see them out because they live here locally with me. I was uh. afraid that I would see them or, you know, I would, I would run into them and, um, you know, that was really hard. And I've, now that I'm retelling the story uh, so many times, I've told it since then. And I, I think, Crystal, it wasn't that big of a deal. But at the time, it, it was, you know, yeah. this was, it was really hard for me. And I didn't, I didn't expect it from people who I thought were my friends. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, and I, I literally almost gave up and walked away, went back to a nine to five. And I, I think that now I'm like, they, they could have really changed the course of my life. Yes. But you didn't let them. I did not. No. And that, and that can be hard. And I think people can find that, you know, if they switch companies, cause I'm like you, I truly believe that you have to have a passion and a love for your product to be able to do this business authentically. And, and, and if you're with a product or you're using a product that just isn't you, but you feel like the guilt, like how can I, you know, switch or do something? If it's not for you, it's not for you. You have to listen to those voices, those tugs, those things and move to what makes you you know, feel good and what makes you, you know, like feel like it's, you know, authentic to you. And so to me, like the fact that you were able to do that, you know, is, is, is amazing and inspiring for those people who are out there listening to this right now, feeling that guilt, you know, um, and the fact that you were able to overcome it and still keep going. So, um, it's, it's definitely a thing that we have to deal with at all levels in this business is there's going to be haters. There's always going to be haters, whether we switch companies or stay with the company or whatever. Um, always. And we have to remember to, to do what's right for us and, um, and be authentic to ourselves and let them, let the haters go hate and ignore it. So good for you for, for being able to persevere through that and, uh, and keep Thank going you. and look at what you've done. Like, tell us about some of the things you have going right now. Cause you have, I, I know train dirty fitness. Tell us a little bit about that and, and other things that you have on the go. I want people to come and find you. <laughs> And because she's super cute too. You have to go to Instagram. It's, she's just amazing. Oh, you give me far too much credit, girl. Far too much credit. (laughs) So, um, train dirty fitness is actually the, um, company that I built after I lost 100 pounds. And, um, I just, I I didn't want any woman to ever feel like she wasn't good enough because that's how I Mm. felt. And so with train dirty fitness, we've, um, I've got at home programs and then you can even get certified to teach my programs. I've got seven seven fitness programs you could teach in a gym or just wherever. Um, and we've got instructors, 600 instructors across the U S and Canada and one in Dubai. And I'm super proud of her because it's so interesting to me. Um, and then of course I have social media, so I love to do social media, um, along the way of network marketing. And I do also credit that to your network marketing, my ability to do social media because I had to learn it. Um, I have, um, where I manage social media accounts. And then I have a brand new product that literally is just like in the very baby launching stages called School of Grace. I'm really excited for it, but it's basically, um, I just take each person, I teach them how to be a social media rock star. But, um, and it's so important that I always add this in case anyone's not sure. I am most definitely, I love Jesus. So it is, I, it is for the unapologetic believer. So I'm not even going to add any 
but, 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 I mean, it is. So that's nope. what it's for. <laughs> Just tell it like it is. That's what we do. We keep, it, we keep it real here on this podcast. I love it. Yes. Love it. I love it. Well, you're so sweet and you've got a heart as big as all can be. And I've just really enjoyed our time together here. Check out Crystal. And, and I, and just to, just to sum it up, I would say that your time in network marketing, like you just kind of mentioned what you've learned through that, the personal development, the ups and the downs, the persevering through the things I'm sure has all played a role in the success of, of the businesses and all the things that you've had today. Absolutely. Um, you know, so I feel like, you know, Pete, like you said, everybody should take a look at network marketing. Everybody should have a network marketing business at some point in time and, and, and just stick through it. So any final message you want to give to the, the girlfriend's guide followers out there that are listening to this right now? You know, if I could give you one piece of advice, I would just tell you not to give up and to follow your heart. And if you know you're in the right company, then you're in the right company. Just just go. And you know, who cares if no one else believes you? You need to believe in yourself. You just need the power of one and that's you. I love it. I love it. Well, Crystal, I just love you so much. I love you so much for being on with us today. Thank you. I love this. It's like girlfriend's chat. I love it. Um, Great. So thank you so much. Um, I can't wait to get this uh, episode up and on the air for everybody to listen to. And if you're listening to us right now, um, go check out Crystal. If you haven't checked out the Girlfriend's Guide Facebook group, check us out in there too. Um, I can't wait to share this with you guys and um, have an amazing, awesome day. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. This episode of Keeping It Real with Shane Recker was brought to you by my online course, Going All In, a self-paced course for network marketing girlfriends ready to get results. With 10 video modules outlining everything I've learned about what it takes to get to the top. Grab your first chapter free at shanarecker.com. Love this episode today? Head over to iTunes, leave me a five-star review. I truly appreciate all your reviews and feature them on my upcoming podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. That's it for now, girlfriends. Until next time, keep it real. Yeah.